Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing well very quickly. Thank you and welcome to our newest patron, Carlos Malta. Carlos, thank you so much for your support and to all of our other wonderful patrons who make this possible. If you want to gain access to the podcast episodes early, you can go to patreon.com slash Roma Press. Okay, well, uh, Andy, do we do we begin the funeral procession now for top four? No, no, I mean, no, 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 I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna jump off the train. The train is rolling very slowly it's uh, almost on a horse-drawn carriage uh, mm. but we're still there uh i you're not I, throwing I, you're actually saying there's still a chance i i'm not fucking leaving you I'm are fucking living you are sick, i am man. i am yes i am jordan belfort of, I, I am i am yes i am a degenerate oh I'm my a degenerate. gosh and uh i i still you know it's Yes, it was horrible. And uh, I think overall, I mean, the, I, it's a, it was a weird game because Very I didn't weird. get, I didn't get, first of all, I didn't get the impression that it was, there was this big discrepancy between the two teams. Given there was nothing. The, given nothing. the circumstances, you know, given the fact that Inter are on an excellent run, they're flying high, they're super pumped for this uh, Champions League semifinal. Um, they are really getting the results that they weren't getting before in Serie A. They have Lukaku scoring. Um, everybody seems to be flowing. And whereas Roma, they are they seem to be stuck, right? They, they're stuck. They have uh, several injuries. Um, they are really, I mean, when you have Madi Camara on the pitch, you know things are bad. Well, same um, thing with Fabio Maresca, the Napolitano and then, referee. And, and then obviously you have, you, have, you have Maresca, you have Maresca, who is you know every, time and time again. It's not even in terms of for Roma; it's in terms of just his quality of refereeing, just one of the worst in the league. And uh, that's saying something because last time out we had Kifi. So, um, but no, it's <laughs> the the the, th- the thing about it is that it's a. Uh, it's a weird game because you wouldn't say that there was this big difference between the two sides. And yet, when you look at the scoreline, it almost feels like it was meant to be, you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, what else is new? 2-0, two, two you know, if if you hadn't watched the game and you just, like, checked the scoreline, um, it, it would have probably made sense, you know? I mean, you, you look at who played, who started, who wasn't available. You had Dybala, who maybe got, you know, 10, 15 minutes here and there. Why not on the bench? Uh, nobody, nobody that you hoped would recover, recovered. You had Bilotti with a fractured rib starting instead of Tammy Abraham. Um, so it just, you know, it kind of felt like one of those games that, that you know how it's going to turn out. Unfortunately, I think it, it just, it's, it, it was a matter of the difference in firepower, you know, and and ultimately that made the difference. You have your your three key players uh, in terms of also dressing room: Gianluca Mancini, Brian Cristante, and Lorenzo Pellegrini. If have started every single game for the past like two two three months, 
you know, maybe say for some suspension or something, but otherwise they've always been there. They, you know, if you have your most important guys running on fumes, everybody can feel it. Like everybody can feel that something's off. Yeah, um, compare the substitutes to Inter yeah, to Roma. Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, it's Roma. It's sad. Roma gave Roma gave an eighteen-year-old his senior debut. You know, <laughs> right, you, right. You have, you have you have Bove, who all of a sudden is starting game in, game out against really tough opponents. You have Madi Kamara again. I just I want to highlight this is his first start in two thousand twenty-three. This is a guy who hasn't seen the pitch since like November, since the World Cup. So. It's that tells you all you need to know about the moment. The moment both these teams were. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't get too hung up on this game. It's it sucks, and Roma have fallen behind. And it's, I mean, to me, it, obviously, it's difficult. It, it's 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 extremely difficult because again, you you know, you're you're right now. It comes down to who is more focused. Well, you see that Lazio are dropping points. Um, despite being, you know, well ahead of everybody only a couple of weeks ago. Atalanta now, they lost to Juventus. Um, so I'm not going to say that the Roma are favorites and that they're still, you know, that, uh, oh, I, I'm, I'm going to sound confident about them reaching the Champions League. I'm just saying, um, you know, don't strip this team of any kind of belief because, uh, you know, I think, First of all, I think Thursday night is going to be a different story, okay? But but then it really comes down to this team fighting. And uh, I've seen a lot of people criticize Mourinho for for what he said after the game, where he basically conceded, you know, it's, it's tough. It's almost impossible with this team, you know, we, we, we try, we try, we try. This loss, he almost like, he shrugged it off. And I understand if someone has been following Mourinho... All of his career, they get used to you know a, a certain type of mentality, and uh, you know we all know Mourinho from the past. This Mourinho sounds completely different. This Mourinho is somebody who doesn't have now a problem with the team losing because he recognizes their limits and he recognizes their effort to compensate for those limits, which you know it just. It, it speaks to him embracing a new challenge in his career. This is what we wanted to hear from him. When, when he used to go out and complain that, I don't know, Roma got rid of Bruno Perez. Remember there was that time where I think like two months into his tenure at the club, he was like, uh, Napoli have won Jesus off the bench and uh, we let go of Bruno Perez. <laughs> right, you know, right, I, right. I, still re- I still remember that. I, I just couldn't believe what I was hearing. But he made his, you know, he made his evolution and he evolved into this being who is okay with a loss against an inform inter side because he recognizes the difficulty, the hardship that Roma have been have have faced for the past few months. Maybe it's the supporters who still haven't gotten around to that, haven't gotten around to recognizing the reality of the situation. But Mourinho is telling you straight as this, you know, we can try, we can try, we can try. And this team tries. And that's, if there is one certainty with this team, it's not the three points. It's the level of effort that they put in game in, game out. L- last night, I couldn't tell you that, oh, Inter were the better side. I couldn't tell you that, oh, Inter um, wanted it more. 
I think both teams wanted it just as much. It's just that it's a difference of firepower and it's a difference of of uh, of, of physical condition. It's a yes. difference. I mean, Simone Inzaghi himself recognized, hey, you know, where where did this where did this good moment start for us? Well, uh, recovering important players. When for Roma, when did this bad moment start for us? When we started losing players left and right, Dybala, Vinaldo, for Smalling, El Sharawi, Diego Llorente, Maras Kumbula. The list goes on and on, and 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 unfortunately, that makes a difference at this point in the season. Well, especially too. I mean, if we if we want to look at who Simone Zaghi brought onto the pitch, man. I mean. Uh, Mkhitaryan, a guy who leaves Roma to go to Inter, he first... To, to Mind begin. you, the day the day after the conference league celebration. <laughs> yes, he, he took all of 24 hours to enjoy. And, uh, by the way, goes to Inter, uh, receives a wage increase, okay? And, by the way, that is knowing full well this guy is not, not going to factor into the starting 11. I mean, that is... It's difficult to accept. It is difficult to digest at times when you step back. And it's difficult to do that when you are in the moment and when you are coming off of these difficult losses. It sucks. And to be honest, sometimes you do sound like a bit of a a moaner, a whiner, and okay, fine. But if we want to deal in reality, okay, as you just, as you said some minutes ago, uh, Jose Mourinho was having to give an 18-year-old his senior debut. Meanwhile, Simone Inzaghi is bringing guys, uh, uh, you know, champions off of uh, off of the bench to, uh, you know, not chase a result, but uh, yeah, but basically, result. basically, what you're saying, basically, our what Mikatarian, who was our best players, best yes. player last season, crucial player, comes yes. com- comes off the bench for Inter like he's just a regular warm up. <laughs> yes, and, and by the way, earning uh, for the five million euros net per season while doing that. I mean, that is difference we are talking about here. I, I mean, yes, obviously, just him being there, but he, even uh, Lautaro. I, I mean, they started Korea yesterday. What did they pay for him from Lazio? I mean, he sucks, but 30, 30, 30 million, 30, 30 million euros. And in his place, they can bring a guy who, uh, you know, uh, if they wanted to tomorrow, they could sell him for 100 million euros. They bring they bring him off the uh, of the bench. I, I I mean, it sucks. And, and to me, and to me, things. and to me, yeah, and and to me, things it doesn't. Well, it, it sucks at this point in the season. You know, when these things happen, say in October, November, that's how it goes. You know, it's it's okay, but but. At this crucial point of the season, where you know it's everybody is aiming for the same objective, which is to qualify for the Champions League, it comes down to that. It comes down to the personnel. You know, are you gonna bring in Romelu Lukaku on the pitch, or are you gonna bring in Tahirovic? You know, that's the that's the, that's the question, and that then influences your chances. So it doesn't mean that Roma are losers from the get-go. It doesn't mean that they can't compete. We see them compete. That's the thing, is that they go into a game like this, you have Madi Kamara start in the midfield for the first time in 2023, and you still get a team that is full of life, full of spirit. Maybe they play bad, maybe you don't like how they play, but you can't question where their heart is. It's, it's, it's pretty evident that this team 
cares a lot about uh, finishing top four. It's I'm not getting the feeling of a team that has given up just to focus on Europa no, League. No. Um, it it be maybe for you know maybe it we it be for the best, but it's not what they're doing. It, it's it's pretty evident. Even at, you know they face Inter at the Stadio Olimpico. Inter coming off brilliant results over the past month, a, a great month of April, and. And they st- they're still there, and they're still fighting. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Yeah, they are. The, 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 the positive thing is they haven't lost hope, despite what the maths have to say. They, they haven't lost hope. They are, still, uh, they, they are still fighting and giving everything. And as you just said, and I said this in my post-match uh, podcast, th- there was absolutely nothing between those two. There, there was nothing. We, we are talking about, okay, the first goal, first off, that, that pass, the cross to Di Marco, it took the, the, the most scenic route possible. I, I felt like as if that, that pass was made into slow motion. Yes, Spinazzola, Zaleski, terrible defending, but okay, fine, it happens. I, 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 I just, you compare, as you said, the firepower between the two, Roma having to bring in essentially uh, the three guys that should not be factoring into things at all. I, I mean, let, let's just say it for what it is. Even Bolve, as much as we may like and appreciate his his abilities or at least his potential, and this is something Jose Mourinho himself said uh, uh, in the post-match. I mean, this is not a guy who should be factoring into the team, Andy, yet he's having to rely on him to start to start and then and then beyond that we have to bring three of his uh, young compatriots off of the bench to help us out here meanwhile i i mean jekyll didn't even play play yesterday he he didn't play he didn't play he was just sitting there and that's a guy that again uh was the highest paid player at roma earning still an extremely high uh, uh, salary at inter and they can afford to just sit the guy to, to allow him to collect splinters into his backside. I mean, that that is the difference. So if you are telling me that had Roma been able to bring on or have at their full disposal Vinaldum, uh, Chris Smalling, uh, Paolo Dybala, I mean, everybody at full strength. I, I don't think anybody is under the impression that last night plays out in the exact same manner no, as it does. No, no, no. And we, and we saw that at the, at the San Siro. You know, we had, we had a team that was at full strength and, and we managed to, to overturn a, a result away from home. Doesn't mean that it would happen now at this point of the season. Um, this is, you know, it's, it's, this is, I think, just, a, a, it doesn't feel like, I saw some people say, you know, and also a lot of the outlets brought up that um, in 102 games, uh, Mourinho's record is exactly the same as Fonseca's after the oh, same number. I, of I, I've been waiting for those. Yeah. Okay. 
And it's but and but but the feeling of watching this team is completely different. When you were with Fonseca, especially at this point of the season, you just kind of oh god, you know, incomparable. We have to go incomparable. Th- we have incomparable. to go through this, you know. We have to go through this again. Whereas here, it's it's a feeling of okay, let's see what they have. You know, I still see in our Roma press um, patron group chat. Um, they, uh, you know, patrons continue to every every match day is basically is today is today gonna be a oh fuck Roma or oh Forza Roma, you know. And the fact that you're asking yourself that question for me, in my opinion, I I like to think of it as a positive, you know, that you're not writing this team off from the get go, um, despite you know maybe coming up short against Monza, uh, not doing enough against Milan, dropping points against Atalanta, you know, and blunders here, blunders there. Now, Roger Ibanez, who, mind you, on that piece of action, that interception that he makes, you know, is so smooth, so beautiful. And then he just does a brain fart and passes the ball to, to the opponent. It's, well, that is it's a metaphor ridiculous. of his, probably, it's um, his, most it's of his unbe- career. It's unbelievable, though, because the ability to stop that ball is beautiful. It looks like Zidane in his prime, and then, <laughs> and, and then right. the first, and, right. and then the first thing he does is he hoofs it to to Lautaro. You know, it's just right, right, uh, right. Oh man, it's unbelievable. But that's it. It really tells you all about this team. This team may have the limitations, but it means well. So, like a guy like Ibanez does a brilliant thing in that piece of action and at the same time gifts the ball to the opponent. That kind of tells you all you need to know about this Roma team. And that's why I can't write it off. I don't want to write it off. I I know the chances of making Champions League right now are very slim. You know, if you look at what the opponents are doing, their schedule, I mean, you look at Lazio, it's uh, if if they don't if they don't shit themselves, literally, it's a cakewalk. Um you know, and and other teams are better equipped to even to face adversity, even to face a busy schedule. They are better equipped. Whereas Roma, they have to pray to the to the gods of football that maybe maybe Smalling will be back for the return leg against Bayer Leverkusen. Yeah, right now I am looking at uh, 538.com. They give Toroma a 5% chance to finish uh, top four. So that that's... That's reassuring. That's great. The funny thing is, Andy, is I kind of, after after last night, even just not taking it in a vacuum and looking at solely at this match, I almost felt, at least to a certain degree, uh, completely uh, disregarding and going back and being a hypocrite on everything I said about the, the points you, you lose earlier in the season. Because if you look, Roma in this Two weeks period, they face who they face Atalanta, they face uh, Milan, Inter, and you get out of a potential nine points, you have one. And you look at it from that lens and you think, okay, well, Roma is still having problems in the direct clashes. But we talked about it in the last match. I mean, I, I made the mistake of uh, watching Cremonese um, last night after Roma. With Spezia. With Spezia. And yeah. you, uh, congratulations to them. Uh, second victory. Um, you you would be hard-pressed to find guys on that pitch 
that would be able to sustain more than two seasons in Serie A. And I am including into that Shomurodov, uh, who was uh, beyond, just beyond useless. He did absolutely nothing um, in that game. <laughs> he, was, he was running about. Yeah, it's not, it's not working out as, as he expected it to, you know. It's a, it's right, a shame. Right, right. Because the, we know that Roma tried to sell him, and instead he was like, no, I'm going to go on loan and then see what happens. But, man, you know, that was not a good choice, my friend. Well, um Spezia, Spezia. Anyway, moving on though. I, I yes, I, I guess I'm trying to find the best way to interpret this, or at least digest this, because right after I put like the post match uh, summary out in the in the comments, it was all oh, losing again to another big club, uh, Roma. They cannot beat any of the others for the top four race, and obviously. And objectively, that is true. If you look at these previous two weeks, that's fine. But I, I just can't look at it through that lens because I look at these teams throughout the entire season. And they have, maybe not to the extent of losing to Cremonese, but but if you look at their calendars, they've all of these teams besides Napoli have had hiccups this entire season. Everybody has. Oh, hiccups. Come on, man. Like Milan went for a month without winning right. a single game. Right. Inter couldn't beat a single team away from home. It was embarrassing to see them lose against like likes of Spezia. Away from home, they were nobody. Uh, Juve, you know, Juve have been awful, but nobody talks about it because now the storyline is that Massimiliano Allegri is the greatest mind that uh, full football ever generated because he got his team back from that 15 point uh, uh, deduction thing. Um, right. But there's, right. they still play awful and they still are underwhelming considering they're, you know, the names on that team. So it's not, you know, it, it you crashed out of the conference league. Nobody batted an eye on how humiliating that was. Correct. Atalanta started off awful. They have no uh, other competitions going for them. So it's, uh, it's, again, just for my man, Giampiero Gasperini, who couldn't be more hated if he even tried. Today he tried to explain what racism is <laughs> after after the chance against Vlahovic uh, yes. in, uh, in Atalanta Juve. And it's just, it, it if there is one man who sort of embodies what, Italian football is like in the 21st century. That's Giampiero Gasperini, an arrogant scumbag um, that thinks of himself as a genius. And um, and so it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that people, you know, people perceive this Roma differently. The standards seem to be different. I understand maybe the names on this team are not exciting. Nobody's tuning in to a, a, a match for Madi Camara. But but the truth of the matter is, for me, that is exciting. The fact that I I'm not I'm not writing it off. I, with Fonseca, the last the the last games of of a campaign in the were always like sort of like this exactly the death march. Like yes. oh, we know what's going on. It felt like that. Like the games that you played didn't matter anymore. Whereas here, it matters. Roma still have a European semifinal to play. They can they can play. They've, we've seen them change the tune in, in, in Europe. 
So we know that it's possible, and and that that alone makes it exciting for me. Yeah, definitely. And I should have said I uh, I thought it was Cremonese's second home win, or I meant to say it was their second home win, but actually it was their third and their uh, fourth victory of the season. What I find hilarious too is that uh, Spezia they dropped into uh, the relegation zone uh, with uh, the defeat of yesterday. The icing on this cake, should Roma not finish top four, would somehow be uh, Verona somehow avoiding relegation despite losing. What was it to? Um, how many uh, touchdowns did? Inter score against them last weekend. <laughs> six, it, it, I, I six, mean, it was. I, yeah, I, I see. I thought it was seven. It, it, so it is. It was six. Uh, it it's was unbelievable. Six I, I mean, you it's couldn't make it up. It, in no, a you can make match it up. Two, no less, you, which is and hilarious. You know, and, and you also know who's coming up this time, Genoa, which I. I that to me it depresses me even more because if oh, there is one see, team I, that I. I was I was happy about going down. It was Genoa, and unfortunately, it always comes back. So, um, welcome back, I guess. But the thing well, frozen about Frozenone too. Um... Frozenone too. Yes, but at least it just it feels kind of different to have Frozenone, who have been in City, obviously. Uh, but good it's... stadium, by the way. One of the three good stadiums in all of this country, by the way. <laughs> I, I know people would not expect it, but. Um... Very, very, very good stadium. I love, I love how now, like the you know, you see people like react to the possibility of like Luton going to the Premier League with the with the right, stadium that they right. have, and the Premier League fans are all outraged. But if you take a Luton stadium and you compare it to the San Siro, as in the interiors, it probably comes off as the same. Like it just, it, it's that gives you an idea of of the state of Italian football. And right, um, right, and right. so yeah, I think I think overall coming back to to our main point is that exactly like this year's top four race has been nothing short of embarrassing for everybody involved. The fact that Napoli can celebrate their scudetto, their third scudetto, and it doesn't even feel like. Like I'm sure that as a Napoli fan, you must be going insane. Congratulations Most people to are them. like, "Who cares? Who cares?" But like honestly, and it's so weird because this is their third scudetto. This is historic, you know, 33 years, and it just feels like in the rest of Italy, it's like, okay, like, but who's gonna reach top four? Which is mind-boggling to me that you know we've gotten to the point where everybody, like, all these fans. You know, and if I was an Inter fan or a Milan fan, I'd be so pissed off that my teams who have won Scudettos in recent years, you know, two years later, they're, they are worrying about making it top four. Like Milan fans last year were celebrating in front of the Duomo. And this year they're like, are we going to get into Europe? Like, what's going to happen then? Like, that's embarrassing. So overall, that is the state of Italian football. It's not Roma you know, giving uh, a chance to an 18-year-old from the Primavera. It's all those teams struggling to make a difference, letting the Napoli team go on an unbeaten run, win the Scudetto well in advance, and make it feel like something completely ordinary. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. This this has been one of the most, um, I won't say 
throw into the bin seasons, but I, I completely agree with you. It seems nobody can really be bothered. Um, before we go, a quick word on, on Thursday then. What are you expecting? I mean, Jose Mourinho was saying he's not uh, very optimistic that many guys will be recovered for then. So I, I, I don't know if perhaps he was warning us or if he is playing coy. I don't know. So, I, well, he also said that it was almost a zero percent chance of Belotti featuring in any of the games, and then he starts with a broken rib. So, obviously, you have to take it with a grain of salt. But it's. It really comes down to the desire. And I think Roma, when it comes to the Europa League, the desire is all there. They feel it. They felt it last year. They know what it tastes like. They know that they're just three games away, you know, from potentially lifting another trophy in Europe. And um, so why the hell not? Even with all this adversity, even with all these struggles, why the hell not? You know, that's the, that's the main thing is that why the hell not? Maybe with Paulo Dybala even being able to play 50, 60 minutes, that already makes a difference, especially at home. Like even like just if if we are able to get just a little bit of Wijnaldo, if we can get just a little bit of Chris Smalling, maybe, maybe not, maybe in the return league, but just at home, it's important for Roma to go into this game and give themselves as much advantage as possible. So... Uh, because the return leg will be different. The return leg will, will be different. It will be problematic. It will be difficult. Um, so if if you can make it easy on yourself, like you did against Real Sociedad, then please, you know, that's 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 what we can all wish for, is, is for this team to go in determined. You have only three games left to play, and uh, and then it's, you know, it's off to celebrate another trophy. You know, that's that yes. has to be the mentality. Completely agree. We will see what happens and we will return uh, later in the week following the first leg. So until then, ciao. Ciao.